Oh, I clicked all the buttons. Hello, hello. Yep. Yep. Excellent, excellent. Anyways, uh in three weeks. So many weeks. One in a Which um I'm gonna jump us right in. I'm assuming you guys are recording. Always. Um and if not, this will give you a chance to start. Um but yeah, it's been three weeks where this is recording us on November 1st, the day after Halloween here in the States. I don't know if uh, other fucking countries do things for Halloween. They um, do. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, Halloween, baby. Um, and if not, if, you're, if your country doesn't do anything for Halloween, um, you've almost certainly played some game at some point in your life that because it was done or developed by an American company, did something for Halloween and said game and so i'm curious did, did either of you uh play any halloween events back i know you resubbed a wow did you do any of the uh trick-or-treating in it i gotta say i always loved the not the trick-or-treating aspect but the uh the costume ones i loved getting yeah. the costume ones during halloween i didn't even resub a wow it was a very so i was sick over the weekend and i was talking to greg about picking up a game and whatever i can think of literally nothing else wow is the default and because I want, knew I wanted to play something, but there's nothing I had a burning desire to play. And then, but I thought it was also like not going to be as sick as I was. And then I woke up on Saturday. It's like, I feel terrible. <laughs> I don't want to focus on anything. So I did. And that really shows the level of brain power that I had that I didn't have the brain power to play World of Warcraft, a game that I could play in my sleep. So now I didn't end up, I played Team Fight Tactics, which did not have a freaking Halloween event. Really? That is actually like a hundred percent of the thing I would assume would would have one. I also was a little surprised, but I'm very grateful in any auto battler that it did not make it harder to distinguish units. <laughs> it is already a little bit confusing. I definitely had that problem uh playing team fight tactics, especially because like I didn't know them in the first place, right? Like I didn't know enough of the the lead champs to like instantly recognize uh you know one of the characters and be like oh that's what th this person's gonna do something like this you know oh same I, I had no hope i had to just see everybody and read their shit i was little the first couple times i played it's i like such a shame you didn't get to kill the headless horseman though like ugh, sorry i'm just going back to you not playing wow during halloween oh yeah tragedy <laughs> i'll never have the chance again <laughs> I, I know they don't. They don't do the headless horseman boss every single year. What about you, James? Did you any uh, Halloween game stuff? No, we. My friend group has been playing like a kind of horror game, but we've not. Like, I haven't done any of like specific Halloween events or anything. Gotcha. I this. So I did, and this is a great segue into something else I want to mention. Is so. Um, the only Halloween event I played was um, Remnant 2, actually. It's, you know, we've done a whole episode on about it, If you uh, so you can go listen to that. But it is a, you know, Souls-like shooters, you know, Dark Souls with guns. Let's go with that, but also better, because it's better. Um, anyways, they did, like, a little mini kind of Halloween event, which I actually thought was going to be only for Halloween, uh, but it's basically just they added, so they have these, like... Um, I guess you call them mini bosses that already existed in the game, and it'd basically be like 
an elite a normal on a normal elite enemy but with some modifiers type stuff and like an extra like big fat fucking health bar anyways I, maybe they're called like aberrants or something like that i can't remember um but so they increased the spawn rate of those and made them more common uh for the halloween event and then also they uh made them drop a new currency and then you can take the new currency and go to one of the vendors and i uh, use that to basically like exchange your gun for like they, i think it's like only five guns that that are there and i only have like one of the five um already so i was only able to like you know get the corrupted version of one of the five guns anyway so i did that so it was fun um and i just god that game is so fucking good i just fucking love remnant too um other stuff popped up which is why you know stopped playing it but god damn it's just so good and uh yeah the dlc obviously is uh coming out in two weeks and uh, I'm so excited to play it because literally just playing it for like the like four hours, you know, getting this currency to get the corrupted version of the gun. I was just like, God damn, I just fucking love this game. It's so much fun to play this fucking game. Um, and like in the the patch where they like increase the job rate of these things or the spawn rate of these things, it, it had a number of other like very nice uh, quality of life stuff as well, right? Like. Uh, when you join a multiplayer match, for example, you you used to have to wait until they touched a stone, aka a bonfire, if you play Dark Souls games. Um, oh wait, well, Dark Souls, you can't join your friends because it's a bad game. I mean, you can, but it's some of them. Anyways, uh, I digress. But now you just, you instantly pop in, unless they're in the middle of a boss fight. That's the only exception, right? But if they're just out in the world, you join a random game, or, or you join your friend even, you join a multiplayer game you instantly spawn in instead of having to wait for them to touch a stone, which is like such a nice quality of life feature. And I did that for part of my corrupted, corrupted farming. So, so excited for the DLC. I, you know, when the game came out, I, I knew I was going to love it to the point where I just purchased the digital deluxe edition or whatever. And so very eager. I uh, be yeah. so that's, that's, that's all I got for today though. Actually, it's not true. I'm curious though. What have what have you all been playing? So, Bathy, you you mentioned a little team fight tactics, but that's not for three weeks. Next to nothing. Uh, I'm really curious, James, that you said a pseudo horror game because I I don't know like anybody who plays horror games at all. I see clips of them, but I don't know anyone who likes really sits down to play one. So, I'm curious what game you've been playing with a group of people that's a horror. Game. Yeah. So, um, you've probably heard of it because it's. Fairly popular, standing at, I think, the third most wishlisted game ever on Steam. Um, it's not really a horror game. It's a survival game, but... With oh, is it the very... Forest one? Yes, it is, actually. So yeah. we oh! played the Forest prior, me and Jacob and our friend Jordy. Um, and I bought the second one, like... Because it came out in February of this year, and I bought it maybe back at, like, August, maybe, like, July, and tried to get them to play, and at the time they weren't interested, and then finally I was able to get Jacob and Jordy to get it because it was on sale, and we've been playing it a lot the last couple nights whenever we can all three get our schedules linked up. Um, and the first one was really good, and the second one's just a way better version of the first one so far. It's really, really good. Um, for anybody who doesn't I know... I remember, what's the actual full name of the sequel? So the sequel is The Sons of the Forest. Sons of the Forest, okay. Um, but yeah, it's a survival game, so think like Ark, Conan Exiles, whatever. You know, you chop down trees, gather materials, build structures and stuff, but it's a little more involved, so I'd say it's honestly more like Valheim. Valheim's pretty close, actually. Valheim and Sons of the Forest and the first Forest game are, are all pretty similar in how, like, you chop down trees, the, like, environment actually, like, 
you know, like the logging you do to cut down trees actually like has an effect on the environment in the sense that like trees don't just immediately, you know, pop back up and refill. When you chop them down, they actually fall and break into logs. You can actually chop up the logs to make different size logs or planks or whatever. It's not just like a workbench you put things into and then it pops out a new item. Like it's all a little more involved, uh, a little more immersive. So that's cool. But the biggest thing that the first one and the second one have that, in my opinion, is it's like single best feature um, is the enemy AI. So like a lot of games, enemies are like they may have different like combat tactics or like things they do. But at the end of the day, they are detecting you and just approaching you and that's it, right? Like, it may be they take cover and shoot at you, or if it's a melee enemy, they'll, like, do flips or something to avoid your attacks while they get close to you. But it's just point A, point B, pretty much, at its, like, extent. Um, The forest has, I think, probably the best, like, overall, like, real-feeling AI system I've seen in the game, and so does the sequel, even more so, where if you were actually, like, a, you know helicopter crash survivor on an island and the island had a bunch of like weird you know tribal people on it or in the case of the forest like weird mutant cannibal guys um and they had never seen you know you before with your you know modern technology or anything they probably wouldn't attack you outright they'd be really curious they might like sneak up and just observe you they might run up and like try to scare you in like an animal kind of way where they like charge you for a second and like kind of swing like an axe at you or something but they don't like actually attack um and the forest does all that so like as an example, in the first game, easily the scariest moment I think I've had in a game in a long time in the first game. And this was probably like last year when we played the first one, me and my friends. Um, it was like night and we were like trying to like get some last resources before we like turned in and like slept to the next day. And I remember turning around where I thought Jacob and Jordy were and there were like three cannibals there that had just been watching me completely silent. And they were within like arm's reach and they weren't attacking me. They were just like right up behind me intently watching. And when I turned and made, like, eye contact, they, like, kind of jumped up, like, spooked, and then ran off a little ways. And then they, like, they didn't, like, run away, run away. They, like, ran off and then turned back and watched me just from a distance. And, like, if I, like, ran at them or, like, swung a weapon at them, they would go further or they might, you know, retaliate or whatever. Um, second game, just more of that where it feels like you're actually dealing with, you know, as much as you can in a video game, intelligent, like, tribal, you know, natives on this weird island that you're on um and like if you engage them and are like openly hostile and like you kill a bunch of them like they ramp up their attacks like over time so they'll like bring in more like warriors to fight you they'll start equipping armor and stuff to fight you they'll be stealthier um if you like chop down a bunch of trees and you can't carry all the logs back when you come back you might see them carrying the logs off themselves they'll try to like sneak into your base and stuff it's you know, at the end of the day, you can see the the cracks and the crevices because it's still a video game, but it's just such a different experience from something like Minecraft or um, Ark or, you know, whatever other survival games. It just has a really, really good, very immersive atmosphere. Um, and it's just very funny, too, because specifically for us, what we've been laughing about in the second one is like it has all those systems. So it can be like really creepy and unsettling um, and really immersive. But also the cannibal mutant guys have some, I guess, weird like waiting in their AI script or whatever, where they, I'm guessing, are like meant to like climb on your structures to like, you know, climb over your walls or like get on top of your buildings and stuff. But I guess they have a weight towards doing that. So if you have like a bunch of structures in an area or if like a bunch of them get funneled into an area where there's no trees, but there's only your structures, they will climb all over them and like jump off of them and do flips and stuff. And it's just really funny. 
it just looks really goofy when like you get attacked by like 12 of them and they get like hung up on your structures doing like weird weird acrobatics and stuff it's just really funny we started calling like everything we make a structure and if like we have to abandon it or they like push us out of it because they like send too strong of a force we always just call it like giving them like a skate park or a theme park or something because they always are just doing tricks and all the stuff we make <laughs> it's really funny the other joke uh, is uh that i can't stop managing a in- indoor entertainment business even when i'm playing video games so um <laughs> but yeah we had had a good experience today playing that we were actually playing that right before this and i'm going to go back to it with them once we get done with this but like we explored like a really deep cave and not only are there candles on the island but they're also like these weird monster mutants that are like completely unhuman uh they have human features but they're like warped and twisted in weird ways and most of them are in the caves but the caves are also where you get the best items so you have to like go down there to try to like find, you know, like a new gun or like a better tool to like chop wood faster or something. But then those caves are literally like real caves, completely pitch black. The lighting sources you have either are very, very small or they run out of like battery or it's like flares that burn out pretty quickly. Um, and like you're not very strong yourself. Like the enemies hit hard and they can kill you very quickly. Like we, we would, we would be much less successful. If we didn't have the three of us playing where we can get each other up pretty reliably. Um, but yeah, it's really, really good. The second one, especially it runs better than the first one. It looks better than the first one. And it's just a really good experience so far. Um, other than that, just to continue on else I've been playing, I got Jedi survivor, which is really good. Greg, I would recommend it to you since you like the idea of Souls likes, but generally don't like the FromSoft ones because they don't have difficulty levels. Um, did you say oh, that yeah. you played the it's... first one? I can't remember. Oh, I, yeah, being the first okay. one, waiting for the second one to hit EA Play. Yes, I imagine it's um, it's good. It's definitely I would say better overall than the first one. My single biggest complaint that drives me to like have like a stroke every single time that I play it is. If you play like the FromSoft Souls-like games or if you even like Remnant 2, those games do a very good job of like when you have to attack something, it's generally not a long drawn out animation. And if it is, it's going to be an attack that does like a lot of damage and like is worth the risk of having a long drawn out am- animation. And also you can usually like cancel them by jumping or dodging, right? Like that's that's like the bread and butter of those kinds of games where they're very like, you know, learning move sets and stuff like that. Jedi Survivor, even more so than the first game, tries to do those things but how the main character has to do so much bullshit animation every time he attacks because he's a jedi right so he's got to like do cool martial arts lightsaber swings but it is infuriating because it does not mesh as well as it should with the enemy like combat ai it drives me up a wall when i'm like dual wielding lightsabers and i go to slash at a guy and i want to hit him once but the default attack with the dual wield lightsabers is a two hit and you have to play out the full two hit it's not as bad as I'm making it sound, but it is very frustrating when you're like in a group of enemies trying to fight them all or like on a hard boss or something. So love the game. Sure. Highly, highly recommend, but it is very frustrating. I can be a deal breaker. Like I also, that is easily, I think my biggest, I understand why they do it, but it's my biggest gripe when you cannot dodge out of an attack. Yeah. Like, man, does it feel horrible when you react properly, but you're just stuck in an animation. So it's like, ah, I'm fucked. That's why I can never get into like a Monster Hunter type game. Yeah. And not even just like the dodges. Like I said, like, I, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to hit this enemy once and then I'm going to dodge backwards because I know what the next attack is. But then Cal's like, shing, shing. And then I get, you know, fucked up by the Rancor and it's awful. I, 
bash my head against the Rancor, which Rancor and Star Wars are the big, like, brown, classic, you know, like, big monster. It's in the bottom of Jabba the Hutt's palace, and there's one of those that's, like, an early optional boss, and he basically either one hits you or two hits you consistently, and I have his move pattern down, but because the animations want to be stupid and slow, I get hit by him all the time. And then specifically, the Rancor has a grab attack that you can't block that kills you in one hit, and the hit detection on it is inconsistent, and it's very aggravating. Coming from coming from like Elden Ring or Armored Core, where it's like FromSoft obviously is the you know the master of that entire genre because like they created it, and coming from those games, and then going to play play Jedi Survivor, it's like wow, this is really pretty, and it's Star Wars, and it's super cool, but man, the combat could be much better. <laughs> I think it's better than the first game, but it's still aggravating coming from the other ones. I don't remember too much of that, like, or at least I don't remember that type of thing in the first game any more than... Well, I think part of it is the issue is I don't remember much of the first game in this specific regard. Like, I know you could eventually in the first game get, like, the dual-bladed saber and stuff um, as you upgraded, like, your main saber, but the second game has five combat stances, which basically is, like, instead of you getting new weapons like you would in, like, Elden Ring, where you could get, like, you know, a new sword or, like, a, you know, whatever, the combat senses are how you change weapons. So, like, you can turn the lightsaber from a single blade to being, like, dual lightsabers like Ahsoka uses to being, like, the double-bladed one. Um, and then there's a couple other options. And, like, it's really cool that that's in there. But, like, some of those stains, like, the I love the fast-paced nature of the double, not the double-blade, the dual lightsabers. It's very fast and does, like, decent damage. But the fact that the animations are very, like, flourishy and drawn out is deeply aggravating in, like, actual combat. Like, one-on-one with enemies, it's fine. If that game was only about dueling and not fighting groups of enemies, like, it would mostly be fine. But the either the bigger, like, monster bosses that are not human-sized, or when it hits up a bunch of enemies against you, it is very aggravating to, like, actually play sometimes. Yeah, I mean, uh, really good though. Does sound good overall. Like I said, I, I'm very. It's, I, I you know, it's not one of those ones where it's a question of will it come to Game Pass because it's an EA game. It'll come to EA Play, and EA Play is yep. part of Game Pass Ultimate, so it's definitely just the waiting at this point. Which you know is also obviously like, which uh, I guess here's maybe an interesting question. I don't know. Um, so that that fucking godforsaken acquisition is finally closed. Um, there, there have been no, the, the drops have not been, they have not been quick. They've been non-existent, obviously unlike the Bethesda acquisition where they, they were on Game Pass right away. Immediately. Um, I'm curious, um, it, 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 is there anything, it was, it was really interesting when this closed, like people were talking about like, uh, just like their, their breadth of IP is huge. Like obviously Activision basically just makes fucking Call of Duty, Blizzard games and, uh, Candy Crush at this point, but they, they own a shit ton of IP. Um, and so this kind of just interesting question, like, is there a specific game or IP from Activision Blizzard King that you'd like to see uh, either A, come to Game Pass if it already exists, or, or B, you know, rebooted or remastered or, or anything like that? Um, like, there's, for me, like, honestly, like, I am excited for the uh, Crash Bandicoot and Spyro remastered trilogies to come to Game Pass, right? Like, everyone, you know, is excited for 
Call of Duty, and don't get me wrong, I'm excited to not buy Modern Warfare 3. Um, but I, I'm really excited to go back through and play, you know, the Crash games and the Spyro games. I, hope they just I don't think, think do there's anything. Those. Yeah, like, I don't think there's anything that's out that I would that I would want. I did see, I think it's Rock Band that's under that big umbrella. Somebody was like, oh, yeah, that'd be a fun Yeah, Like, I could see Microsoft, oh, Guitar Hero. Like, I could see them throwing away a bunch of money pointlessly to do something. Like, that would be fun. It wouldn't be a good idea. (laughs) But I would, like, I, they should not do that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it'd be terrible. People would love it, but it'd be terrible. Um, It definitely would be a money loser. But I think, I'll throw out the one that I've seen that sounds cool, but I think they'll botch it is going to be Prototype. Is that, like, very... Oh, like I would love a new prototype. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, butcher it, man. They already butchered it. Uh, too. <laughs> no, two like is great. What are you talking about? Two is great. It just gets away from like what I thought was. I thought I didn't play that much. Was, of two. was great. But, yeah, I said that too quickly. I played a little bit of two, and then was like, ah, I don't like this nearly as much. And admittedly, like prototype when it first came out was so. It was the first true like superhero open world game that I think people have wanted from other games for such a long time and had wanted up to oh, that man. point. Hulk Ultimate Destruction, which was the predecessor to Prototype. I only played that a little bit. Was that the same company that made it? They're very similar. I It might be, but if nothing else, Prototype just borrowed everything and then made it like evil and biomattery for Prototype. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, I love good. all three of those games. So, Yeah, I think I would... I don't know. It's not like Prototype was huge. Maybe it comes back. Um, <laughs> it would be really cool, but also, again, be a t- you know what I want? Like, we're just things that we want. I would love if they revived Heroes of the Storm. They won't, but, like, it'd be fucking awesome Dude, if they did. That would make me so fucking happy. Like, making I, Heroes of the Acquisition and just begin bringing in yes. Microsoft IPs. <laughs> That'd be so sick. And then do the same thing, like, make a fucking brawler. Right, like make a fucking super Xbox Bros. No, I don't like that. You wouldn't do it. I I don't know. I'd play the fuck out of that. I much prefer when like what they did with like Omni Man and shit like that, where they're just farm out character popular pop culture character ideas to like existing fighting games that are good. Please, like that's what they were doing with Smash Bros. There's a reason they did with Smash Bros. Like, don't try to make your own game; it'll be bad. Well, I think there is a um, I think there is a Crash one. Actually, that just came out like in the past year. It's not quite the same. I think it, I think the Crash One is maybe more like closer to DKO was, right? and like uh, yeah. I like Smash Bros. Uh, yeah, or like it's a Crash Brawler. Let me look it up. Fucking Crash Crash Bra- Team Rumble. <laughs> yeah, um, and I, I think like I this would be fun to play. Like I'm not gonna buy this fucking shit, but when it comes to Game Pass, eventually, like I'll fucking totally play it. I think it's um and like if it's like any good then i would totally be in support of just like adding fucking every ip known demand that they own to it right like and the same with heroes of the storm right like i mean yeah you're totally right i would fucking love it if i don't know who's who's who'd be a good one in fucking heroes of the storm like doom man doom guy dude doom guy in heroes of the storm be fucking awesome his ultimate would be the bfg oh fuck yeah that, I'm trying to think of people who would be like a fun, unique concept for heroes. Like, if anything, it'd be such the a... kids from Grounded. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. There's probably something fun to be done with Plague Tale. There's probably something fun to be done. Even like, I mean, go crazy, bringing like Crash Bandicoot. I guess that's um, Hogger. 
Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's literally awkward. Who else? They've just done like so many of the concepts. I'm sure they could think of some fun stuff. Again, it's a, it is long since dead. People have given up. It's crazy how popular it was to make like knockoff MOBAs and how easy it was for teams to do and like they could quickly spin them up and now nobody even tries. Well, and I think the reason also that this will not happen is because they already paid Riot billions of dollars to bring League to Game Pass. And so they're not going to fucking reboot Heroes of the Storm when they already paid billions of dollars to get League. Like, it's... It is really it's, jarring. If you're, like, looking at the Xbox, like, app, the Game Pass app, it's, like, most played games. And, like, League of Legends and Valorant are just permanently one and two. <laughs> and then there's just the rest. Fucking fair. Like, <laughs> I mean, they're free to play and they're massive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they are fucking massive. Both of them huge fallings. Um, some of the other things that I had seen online was uh, Tony Hawk Underground, which, like, don't I played the shit out of the second one when I was a kid. I'm like, I could, I could waste an hour, you know, in that fucking, uh, the one fucking map where it's like, it's literally just like the training yeah. ground or whatever. No, no, the, the, like, you literally drop in down a huge thing. I don't know. Anger. It's been yeah, it's Anger. Like yeah. the first. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, as the, the one that I spent all my time in, he, like, and I would totally waste an hour in that game. Just like, well, they, it. I'm pretty sure they're already ahead of the game on that one because I think that's Pro Skater and yeah, yeah. Pro Skater 1 and I think they've already, they redid, I think it's Pro Skater 1 plus 2. Um, they redid it. It like, very much was very very popular for a brief period of time because they genuinely they did just what fans wanted them to do <laughs> they just remade the game made it look very very pretty and kept almost everything except for the, the blood splatters when you crash the same um and i would have to imagine that is going to be it's a very recent title that is owned by them so i i think it has already been on game pass if it has not been on game pass it will surely be there let me look that up yeah there's also um one of the other things that i thought was interesting which like is so fucking old is um i'm trying to find the name of it i swear to god there's like some like ip from like the 1990s that like maybe it's like literally a text adventure or no i don't know if i if i find it i will mention it but like i don't know people were very excited because it was like it was literally so old that some people were just like yeah we kind of want them to just like open source it at this point like you know like release the license for it um, just because, like, if they're not going to do anything for it, and it's literally from, like, the 90s. Um, Which game is this? Sorry. I can't fucking remember what it's called because I wasn't playing video games in the 90s. I think there's a million <laughs> games like that. Like, people are like, please just, like, let us make our own fan games of this and don't take us down for doing so, and companies will always take you down. Like, uh, Lost Vikings. Like, you can make that argument for Lost Vikings. They haven't done... I th- actually, you know what? They just recently did something Very token cool. with it. Here's <laughs> But there's so many. I mean, ones that are, like Heroes of the Storm is too recent. Like you could uh, have a leg- oh, talk about this with Mech. And I was wrong. It's uh, actually the '70s. So Zork One, or no, just Zork came out in 1977, and then Zork One was 1982, was 1981, three was 1982, and apparently Infocom was purchased by Activision in 1986. Um, but so people basically just like want them to you know release you know basically say people can do whatever the fuck they want with the zork ip i think uh which is like it's gonna be so cool if they did that like give it to like the fucking like whoever the fuck archives this shit i'm sure there's some organization in the world that fucking archives things right i mean they're like the internet archive uh something 
That'd be cool. They should do that. I'm not, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to play it, but like, I appreciate the, like, let's preserve some iconic piece of, you know, video game history or whatever. Is Zork iconic? I've never heard of it before this conversation. I, I don't know. People on the internet, a very small group, the people who like Linux. Such a classic internet issue. Oh, this is something you found on Lemmy. Did you find this on Lemmy? Probably. I don't, Lemmy's a piece of shit. It's so fucking bad. I'm going to take this like two minute soapbox. I'm not, it's two minutes. I'm going to just take 20 seconds. Lemmy fucking sucks. Don't join Lemmy. It's not fucking good. It's worse than Reddit in every single fucking way. The only way that it's, that's not true. It's better in one way. They have third party apps. That's the only way it's fucking better. In every other way, it sucks. The community sucks. The people on it suck. It's terrible. Yeah, this is the problem with all Reddit competitors. Reddit does still have, my third party app I did, we talked about this forever ago. I finally had to start paying for it, but I thought it was going to be like five bucks I, a month. Which, 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 it's Relay for Reddit Pro. Um, you know, how is it listed now? I think it's Relay for Reddit Pro. Um, and it does it, he's very direct and I think very fair about it. It is literally based on the number of API calls that you make through his app. He's very like, cool. there are just different yeah. ranges and they're, the one that I pay for is $2. And it's not the lowest one. So it he is so that's it, very interesting. I may do that because um similar so to I using it forever. That that's yeah, sadly mine Apollo will never come back. But um I may give it a go because as you know, we we you know, Susie and I we 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 churn out, you know, various rewards things. And so between uh see what the fuck is it so play points between play points and then google opinion reward surveys or whatever which gives you google play balance i swear to god i have like 15 fucking dollars of like google play balance basically right now sure that's just like fucking it before and like yeah, you just get for nothing yeah it's like it's just it, it just comes in at a surprisingly quick rate and i'm like I would totally consider, yeah, just like putting that towards, uh, you know, relay for Reddit subscription because Lemmy fucking sucks. It's so fucking bad, and I mean, I'm sure Reddit is terrible too. And maybe it's a Hold good on. thing that Lemmy is so bad because I don't want to use it as much because it's so bad. But like, sorry, just, it's so frustrating. Yeah, I think the only reason I would, yeah, I would 100 percent like either use Reddit or use nothing because like just using the alternatives just because they're free is. I don't know, a race to the bottom. Everybody's eventually going to have to, everybody has to monetize. Um, and I think, honestly, of all the different ways that Reddit could have done this in retrospect, even though the messaging was terrible, I think it is ultimately okay. This puts a little bit more money in Reddit's pocket for a service that we use, but it doesn't force you onto their app and it doesn't force ads down your throat. Like truly, I'm convinced, especially with how Relay has done this, like others could have pivoted to this model. They could be very, very deeply unhappy that they had to, but it was possible. <laughs> yeah, I think the issue is just timing, right? Like, just instead of three months, give people six months. And, like, I think that would have saved, you know, a lot more of the apps, right? Okay. Yeah, this guy definitely busted his balls. He, like, he, you know, he's very active on his subreddit, like, just talking about everything that was going on. Um, there's a, but there's a long, dark period beforehand. And he was like, it was essentially, yeah, I was in the lab trying to figure this, <laughs> this out. And like doing a, because you know it requires you to do a bunch of metrics on your users that you were previously not doing. And sure, yeah. Anyway, he he managed to work it out. I think it's worth it. Um, I 
I will say, I don't think you need the Google uh, store money just to buy the $24 a year. <laughs> this would cost you if you do choose to use it. I think the main oh, reason is like steep. You've already separated from Reddit. Is it like a month of Netflix right there? It is great. I, you know, we do not have to talk to that how absurd streaming services are getting. Like, I am full back into pirating. Like, I refuse to go back to some of these friggin' places. This so and it's they're it's the problem is they're doing all the things at once, right? Like they're they're cracking down on password sharing at the same time as raising their prices. Oh, yeah. It's like like do do one of the two. Like like raise the prices so we can keep sharing passwords or like you know <laughs> fucking I don't know fucking assholes is what they are. You know what they they did it be a favor because I had been using my ancient ways of pirating whenever I really did have a use case to do it for so long. And then I was looking at getting Hulu and like Disney Plus again for a brief period of time. And I was like, that is not genuinely just not worth the money for the shows that I want to watch. Let me go figure out the right way to pirate. Man, is it easy <laughs> still. It is A, that information is incredibly <laughs> accessible. And the way that you do it. Uh, I thought it would be harder. Uh, we on this show do not advocate for stealing. Yeah, I'll say it. I care <laughs> obviously based on all that but uh i i don't yeah, that, that, that's the real jetpack sword says you do you mate or should i say you do you matey Arr. <laughs> all right let's end it there let's call it a day um yeah i, I mean uh transitioning somewhat back to games um i don't remember when this happened and then like i i don't remember who i mentioned this to probably at least you packing oh i think i put a message in a discord channel um, there's one day similar to you when you're just like, man, I feel like shit and like I have no brain power and like I can't fucking do anything, right? And I was like, you know what? I just kind of want to fucking play. I was like, I was staring at my wheel, which by the way, Forza, I think I mentioned it already. Forza's fucking phenomenal with the wheel. It's so fucking good. I mean, like, it, it did look fun. And, and and who knows how quickly I'll get bored of it. I mean, clearly I got at least somewhat bored of it already. But so I don't think it was bored so much as just, um, again don't have the mental energy to use the wheel um but i was like i want to play a cart racer oh, also because my my <laughs> this oh my god i i'm so excited for you to sorry please share this <laughs> so it's like i, I want to play a cart racer you know my niece and nephew are visiting and like their children you know whatever it's like but naturally you know, you mentioned Car Racer. Everybody defaults to Mario Kart, which which I rightfully did because Mario Kart is the the goat of kart racers, right? So I I go, you know, check out the Nintendo eShop. You know, uh, sixty dollars for a nine year old game at this point, and I say, fuck you, Nintendo. I'm not paying sixty dollars for a nine year old game. You can blow my balls. Um. And so I'm like, guy, surely there's got to be others. I'm like, I vaguely remember some like. Game Pass Ultimate Perk or something for like Cart Rider Drift. And so I'm like, okay, I'll download Cart Rider Drift, give this a go. I don't know, didn't really scratch the itch. Some was some was off about it, it wasn't doing it for me. So then I'm like, okay, what else is here? Disney Speedstorm. All right, so download Disney Speedstorm. Both these are free to play. Um, Disney Speedstorm is way better than I thought it was going to be. To the point where like, I have been going out of my way to play it because I have been having so much fun playing it. And like, 
there's a couple things that I just want to give a shout out to the game for doing incredibly well. And one of them is just, I, I don't know how or why they are doing this. You cannot. So like I said, it's free to play. So obviously, you know, you know, like most free to play games, it's, you know, fucking stupid shit. You level up and you buy currency to buy things to level up, you know, that kind of bullshit. And of course, like every game, they have seasons. Current season is allowed anyways. Here's the thing that astounds me about the game. And I, I legitimately thought I was just being fucking stupid because like I couldn't figure out how to do it. I was just curious. I just like when I when I launch a game for the first time, I like to poke around menus, right? Like it's just that's the I'm curious. And I like to poke around things. Um, As far as I can tell, you literally cannot buy the currency in the game, which is 10 out of fucking 10. Like good job on them for not letting you do because I'm assuming my assumption is it's obviously a game for kids. Um, and they wanted to make it, you know, that much harder for a child to accidentally purchase currency, which by the way, <laughs> Mitch, my niece and nephew were here, uh, you know, nephew, very young managed to perfectly hit. He, he turned on the Xbox and managed to buy a $30 movie. I got refunded, but Hey, Hey, I just like, I don't know how the fuck he managed to do that. And so like, I just, you know, playing Disney Speedstorm, like I, I, again, I could just be stupid, but I'm pretty sure you cannot buy the currency in the game. I think you have to go to the store to buy the currency for the game, which is like 10 out of 10. But so the actual game. So A, it's great because they have, you know, like uh, full breadth of assist, just like, you know, Mario Kart 8 does today. Like there's there's basically a thing where like you don't have to hold down to accelerate. You know, it has steering assist. So like literally like the youngest of kids can play the game, which is 10 out of 10. But then you can turn all of that shit off, obviously. And then you're just fucking blasting, you know, full speed, drifting around the corners. It's it's hidden spot, right? And so instead of items, they have uh, skills. And this is kind of interesting, too. So the skills are based on the character you're playing. So in Mario Kart, uh, you pick your character and you pick your cart. And you can kind of customize the cart with, like, gliders and wheels and shit like that. Um, and this, it is just the cart is entirely cosmetic. And all of your choices come down to your character. And then, like I said, like the whole thing is like the progression of leveling up the character, um, which is obviously where they want you to spend money, which I have not spent any money on this game and I don't plan to. I've just been enjoying it because it's really fun. Um, and so the the skills, aka the items, are based on the character, like I said. And then each character has a unique skill to them. And then there's some shared set of things, right? So like Donald Duck's, you know, like main thing is uh, he basically just becomes red and he like, if you tap somebody, it's kind of like a star in that you're not invincible, but if you run into somebody, it like stunts them. And then, oh, and there's also classes to these characters, right? It's like Defender, Brawler, Speedster, Trickster or something like that. And so like Donald Duck is a brawler, I believe. And so that whole thing is like every time he stuns somebody, he gets a small amount of boost, right? And so it's just like, I don't know. It's like, it is a game that, like I said, it is it is a children's game. It is so easy to just like hold down a button and like go play a race and be like, oh my God, I'm Mickey Mouse or whatever, right? But there is a surprising amount of depth here at the same time to the like point where, I mean, I'm sure their target was like, let's make a game that parents enjoy playing with their kids, right? Like I am assuming that was their goal. And if that was their goal, they they nailed it out of the park in my opinion. Like it's, it's, it's super fun. Um, 
cool was to make a Mario Kart that looked a little bit like Forza with Disney characters, and they nailed it. <laughs> they, they, they did indeed nail it. I mean, like I would, I would play some Blur as well. Which actually, that's the thing I want to see from the Activision acquisition is Blur Two. Give me Blur Two, baby. I would love it, or just like Forza Horizon Blur. Anyways, um, oh, but then the other interesting thing which they did that Mario Kart doesn't do is the skills. So obviously you can fire forward, fire backwards. Um, certain skills also have a charge effect. So like, you know, some skills will literally do three different things depending on how you do it, which is again, just like, I think really cool. Like, I don't know. It's just like surprising amount of depth to this fucking Disney game. And I was having a ton of fun playing Disney Speedstorm and I'm going to play some more of it tonight because it's just like super fun and relaxing. And also, um, so like I said, the worst part of this game is also one of the better parts, and that's free to play. You don't have to pay money to play it. Um, and so I did play a single race of like the online multiplayer, and I got shit stomped, obviously, by some like level 30 character. And I was like, well, fuck that. But don't worry. They have a second playlist that is regulated, I think is what they call it. And it's just everybody is tuned to level 15 or whatever, or maybe level 30. I don't know. But like, it's everybody's the same level, right? So like, you can still play online without the bullshit fucking free to play aspects of it and like have a good, it's just really good. And like, there's like a really big single player track right now. And the other thing they did really well is like, this was one of the best, like slow introductions to a game I've ever seen. Almost too slow actually. Um, Cause like you literally have to complete the starter cup or half the starter cup before you can even play online. I think. Um, but it was just like very, it did a very, very good job of pacing out, like introducing the new thing piece by piece. Like here's the skills. Oh, by the way, you can charge the skills and like stuff like that. I'm like, Oh, you're, you know, drift here. Um, 10 out of 10 game. If you're looking to, if you want to play a kart racer, cause you just like want to have some fun with your life. Cause video games are supposed to be fun and you don't have Mario Kart, go play Disney Speedstorm. It's very fun. That's all I got to say on that. All I got to say after 10 minutes of ranting. <laughs> yeah, you really made a, a soft pitch. on Not Car Riders Drift. Fuck Car Riders Drift. That game sucks. Disney Speedstorm, 9 out of 10. It was just so yeah. funny because I still get notifications whenever you get on Xbox. And one of the times... You got on, and I just saw, and I opened it up, and I saw your playing Disney Speedstorm, and I was so confused. I thought it was like oh, so good first. It shouldn't be as good as it is, and like I'm sure, I I don't know, like I keep waiting for the shoe to drop, right? Like there's so many, especially free to play games. There's so many free to play games where it's good up to a point, and then the shoe drops, but I haven't seen it yet, like. I feel like I would have hit that point by now. Um, but like even progressing the single player, it's like I get enough of the, like playing single player, I get enough of the stuff to upgrade my character to stay at the level of the single player, right? Like it's it's perfectly, you know, teetered out like that. And again, if you play the multiplayer, you just play the fucking regulated playlist and everybody's the same level. And there's no advantage. Like it's just, the shoe hasn't dropped. I'm so confused. Like, I'm waiting for this game to fuck up massively somehow, and it hasn't done it. Some poor Forza 3 dev listened to you talk about how it was fun to play with the wheel, but I uh, just kind of, like, 
didn't have the energy to do it anymore and then listen to you talk about Disney Speedstorm <laughs> and how you were obsessively playing it for the past like 10 to 15 no, no, minutes, no, no. jumped out a window. <laughs> like all that effort, all that fine tuning to make this really, really polished product. Not that like Disney Speedstorm, you were probably envisioning what I initially envisioned, which is a very like low quality game. It is definitely not that. Um, it is legitimately like a very good looking game. Um, clearly there, the gameplay is good. You wouldn't have played as much as you had otherwise. Um, it's just kind of out of nowhere. It is like a very, again, at least to me from the outside, it like very transparently, let's take Disney characters and just copy. Oh, it is. It's hundred percent. Like let's make a cash grab IP for children. Like that is it just what I, yeah, I'm so fucking confused. Like, I don't understand why it, why it isn't sailing. Like, I think you just have confused. a taste for knockoffs. Cause we also played a high number of high res games, oh, which high are games. classic <laughs> knockoff. Every game they do, they're, they're never first. I think the only one they did their first was Trials, maybe? It was some, like, super fast-paced shooting game. I can't remember. Oh, I think I know the one you're talking about. Um, the only other one, I was going to say DKO is, like, more different than other games than they had done in a while. Yeah. But I really just, I probably just uh, don't know what they're copying. Tribes Ascend. That was their second game, actually. And More it was actually flying you get, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, I mean, still, it's like, you know, this is unique as you can get making a first-person shooter, right? But, like, still. It also goes to show that that game is long dead and Smite and um, it's the one that we played. A lot of Paladins are still alive and kicking. Which I'm assuming Paladins is dead whenever Overwatch. I assume it died when Overwatch two went free to play. Like, yeah, I bet it's still alive. I I bet it's in the Heroes of the Storm state. <laughs> this is what I bet it's in. If I had to, if I had to wager money, I'd say it's in the Heroes of the Storm state. I, I wish. I guess there's not really anything. Where I was like googling. I was like, how would I know it's dead or not? There's like a couple. The question would be, did they announce their 2024 season pass? Like, if you could purchase the 2024 season pass, it would be alive. And I don't know. I I could look it up, but I'm not going to. Um, Yeah, play some fucking Disney Speedstorm. Oh, I was going to say, you, you mentioned just, like, the absurdity of staring at my wheel and then going to play a fucking children's car racer. Um, Agreed. Literally had the same thought. Literally staring at the wheel. I'm just like, Something is fucking wrong. And then I lit the most ridiculous thing is my thought was obviously I should go play Forza. But then my second thought was I should see if I could use the wheel in Disney Speed Store. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm glad you're doing that. You cannot. Exactly. You cannot. What? Uh, it's, it's not like it would actually be terrible, right? Like it would be so fucking bad. It's a friggin' racing game. It's yeah, but like you were holding down the drift button literally fifty percent of the time. <laughs> like it's to be good. It's why like it's what makes Mario Kart's wheel really goofy because it's really funny. But what yeah. makes that game engaging is the constant twists and turns. But it makes the wheel objectively worse than a controller. <laughs> like you will just be bad as opposed to like a more traditional racing game. Um, this is not. Um... The first time I've done something like this, obviously, either. I remember there was a time in college I was living 
with our with our friends in a house and this is hot this is the 360 era no no no. maybe this was the xbox one era or maybe it was it was right before the xbox one i think it was like the year before the xbox one and the ps4 came out um and i remember i literally there's a point uh infinity blade was an ios game it was an ios exclusive game it was from epic games and like their whole thing was just like it was basically a glorified tech demo of like, here's what you can do with Unreal Engine on iOS. And it was, you know, like fucking, I don't know, 10 years ago at this point, right? Um, and they made like three of them. Like they were like pretty like popular games. Um, there was a point I literally sat in front of a TV, like staring at the 360 or the Xbox One, whatever it was at the time. And I'm just like, mm, I'm going to get on my phone and play Infinity Blade. <laughs> Just because, like, there's some scratches an itch, and if it scratches the itch, then, like, it's, I don't know, it's, you know, you can ignore the, like, it's kind of a classic, like, uh, it happens so many things with, like, steam libraries or even eating food. It's like, man, look at all this, like, delicate food, or, like, you know, delicatosome, like, this is luxury gourmet food. And it's like, eh, fuck that shit. I just want to eat, like, a McDonald's cheeseburger, you know? Like, I don't know. Sometimes you just got that itch to scratch. I think that's also something to be said for just simple pleasures over more refined work. I feel that a lot. Sure. I mean, it's easy to see why that is good, but I do feel that a lot. Like artsier games that are maybe try, feel like they're trying a little bit too hard, which is so, must be so frustrating to hear <laughs> if you make games, but I do think there's, there's probably a lot of that. Um, yeah. Insert, um, this is great, but I like this meme. Yeah. Here, you know, like, it's, that's, that's where I'm at. It's like, man, it works is great, but like, I like this, this beat store. <laughs> like, uh, it's so like, again, Forza is phenomenal. Like, if you enjoy racing games, you should go play the new Forza Motorsport. Um, well, actually, hell, let me take that back. If you have a racing wheel, you should go play Forza Motorsport. If you enjoy tinkering with cars and you think you would enjoy that in a video game, you should go play Forza Motorsport even if you don't have a racing wheel. Because that is like, there's two things to enjoy. There's the racing and then there's the tinkering with the cars. And the racing by itself with just a controller is meh. Take it or leave it, meh. With the wheel, the wheel makes the racing like, this is super fun, this is really fun to play. Like, uh, my brother played a little while he was here, and he had a, a good time, too. Like, he picked it up so naturally, too. Uh, he, he likes cars in general, though. Um, so if you don't have the wheel, don't play it for the racing. The only reason to play it, then, is you enjoy, like, I want to tweak my exhaust, or, like, my roll cage, or, like, my, you know, like, I want to, I don't know, like, put a spoiler on it to, like, increase drag or something. You, you know, like, if that's something that gets you going that game is fantastic for you. Go play that game. Um, otherwise, probably don't play it unless you have a racing wheel. This is what I would say about that. Which, uh, on that note... Digitally tinker. Go play a mech game. They're better. <laughs> They're better for that. Ooh, also true. That's that's very true. That's, that'd be a good choice. I don't know. They're, they're just like people who like cars. Also true. And it's a bit of an expensive hobby to do in real life. 
this is a very expensive hobby to do in real life. I don't think you're going to be like buying a Lamborghini Huracan and, and tinkering with that in your garage, most likely. Probably but not. That is something you can do in Forza, and it is super fun, and you know, it looks very pretty while you're doing it. Um, so, speaking of that, we'll approach you now. Let's wrap up for this week, and then uh, my teaser is next week. I want to talk about my journey with uh, with Armored Core Six that is finally completed. Did I tell you all Hopefully that I bought that? It doesn't again? crash for you. You bought it again Aww. on the Xbox. Yeah, and it runs great. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I should have texted you. I was going to ask you about it last week, and then we ended up bailing. Gonna do we still got to talk about Warhammer too. Have you played recently, Warhammer? Oh, Warhammer. I'm thinking War Thunder. Um, no, I have not played War Thunder. That's too big of a game to download for the frustration it provides. Yeah, we should do Warhammer. Remind me next week. Let's just lead with Warhammer because I will openly admit that all of this is because of that one YouTube video that I watch. And I will <laughs> probably lose interest in Warhammer once again in the coming weeks. So let's strike on the iron spot on that topic. Which actually, on the note of War Thunder, James, you had mentioned in the past, like, uh, classified government documents leaking because of War Thunder. Yeah. It fucking happened again this year. Did like, it? I, like, sometimes in the past few months. Like, <laughs> like it's a fucking thing. Like, it's, you're under the right. Time. I hadn't seen that they did it again recently. What got yeah. me? I don't know. The last one I, I saw, I think, is the last time we talked about it. Many months ago. That was probably when we talked about it last time, then. Yeah, I don't know. Was it the F-16? I don't know. There was something in... I think no, so. that was January. I think there's something closer to now. Oh, it was in October, and it was about tanks yeah. instead right. of planes. So, um, so, yeah, literally twice this year, War Thunder players have leaked classified documents. Like, <laughs> it's fucking stupid I and mean, why do people care this much oh my god is really apparently player base. right not that it's like yeah. it is yeah not just people who care a lot but like it's also the same people who like care a lot about like a lot a lot about war thunder and are really into that military hardware literally work for the military and so they are passionate enough and know enough where they're like they're literally just willing to go for it and they might not even know I really, really hope that this was like they didn't realize they were leaking classified information. They were just talking about something they knew on a forum that turned out to be classified. Apparently, in this case, there was a debate over whether or not it was classified. But like they literally posted portions of the gunner manual of one of the tanks to like show that it rotated at a specific degree, a specific angle. Like it, it, it just like. It is James. You were spot fucking on. It's literally just like people who are so fucking obsessed with you know that 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 culture, that group, that part of technology or whatever. That just like they they have to like prove themselves right or whatever. It's crazy. The fun community. It's literally just a tank right. that they want. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, sorry. So dumb. That's crazy. Um, uh, it was like barely the moderators removed it. Uh, um, <laughs> I don't know. 
it even potentially could be a leak. Of course, it's immediately going to get purged. Yeah. Nobody wants the U.S. Okay. military auditing their website. Uh, this was not the U.S. Actually, this was French, maybe. I think. Yeah, it's the it was a French tank, not a U.S. tank. So. <laughs> It's like they all—they always give up in wars, anyways. Like it doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> uh, classic French joke. Um, okay, that is it, I think, for us on this episode of Jetpack Swords. Uh, I rambled a lot. Sorry for for stealing the soapbox this time. Um, it's just there's these points feedstorm, y'all. Check it out. Any uh, final remarks from y'all? Um. Bungie just laid off 100-some employees citing poor Destiny 2 performance actors. They, as a management, fucked up that game. So I just wanted to say that because I was legitimately surprised that it was so many people when I saw the news uh, on Monday, I think it was, or yesterday. Also, just foot the fucking bill, Sony. Jesus Christ. They pushed back Final Shape and they delayed indefinitely, I think, Marathon for the time being. (laughs) Bungie's a shit company now. (laughs) <laughs> I miss old Bungie. I think, unfortunately, tech oh, layoffs yeah. are going to be really oh, common yeah. right now. If a parting note, um, I'll make a counterparting note. Don't play Disney Speedstorm. <laughs> play something. I don't want to play, play Disney, Disney Speedstorm. Speedstorm. I mean, uh, if you like car racers, if you want to play a car racer, you don't. You know, I'll say I'm playing TFT. I played a little bit of TFT over the weekend. Don't play TFT. <laughs> Only play something that game never did it for me. Um, Auto battlers are fun. We should think about. We need to end the episode. The bungee layoffs are interesting because Sony literally blew billions of dollars acquiring yeah, them. No, I with their live service strategy. Quarter, it's like a quarter of that billion that they invested in was specifically to retain employees. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, it's so, that's so upsetting, both for the people who lost, I mean, actually just maybe like 99% for the people who lost their job and then just 1% at like fucking just incompetent management, which led to the 99% of... Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's fucking stupid, but whatever. Okay. That is it for Jetpack Swords. Catch us whenever the fuck we post our next episode, which I don't know what that's going to be. Bye. Hopefully. Feed your... Time to go shop.